Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. Hello and welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show, everybody. I have a much different show planned for us today. I want to share two very personal audio files that I made in 2016 for myself, really, and also so that I could remember how I was feeling in both of these moments. They're both very different. Um, And I want to share them with you for a couple reasons. One, the first one that you're going to listen to was on our very first night in Rome in 2016. And... It's a message that I actually listen to. I've had it on my phone ever since then. I listen to it uh, every so often because it takes me right back, takes me back to that exact moment and how it felt to be in Rome and how both excited I was to be there and to share that with my kids and also already feeling sad because our three-week trip was winding down and coming to an end and... So you'll, you'll hear some of that, um, and I'm sharing it because for all of you out there who have dreams, and especially those of you who have travel dreams, God knows I travel dreams have my heart for sure, I wanted to share what it feels like to be in that moment, the moment when you're living your dream and you're trying to just put it into words in the moment. Um, and so I share that because that was our trip to Italy in 2016 was the biggest thing I've ever manifested for sure. It was something that I had dreamed of doing since I was like 17 years old, since I saw the movie only you with, uh, Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. I had actually shown that movie to my kids so often. They grew up with it that all of us can pretty much recite every line in the film, um, I know every scene. It's just, it's been part of my life since I was 17. It was the very first time that I had ever seen what Italy looked like, ever, because I grew up very sheltered. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more about my backstory, there's a podcast here. Uh, go listen to it. It's called My Untold Story. That will give you a little bit of a reference point as to how at 17 it would be the first time I ever saw what Italy looked like. Um, but I've always felt so, so drawn to Italy. I am Italian, uh, third generation American. My um, great grandparents came to Boston, to Little Italy in Boston, uh, from Central Italy. And my grandfather, um, you know, his whole family is is from there, my nano. And so it's always very much been my heart. I've always considered myself Italian. And so to go there and crazily enough, we actually did so much of the, uh, the trip that was in Only You. It was another way to manifest because I'm a big believer in surrounding yourself with your dreams. And so by watching that movie so often, 
I had actually planned the trip subconsciously. I never put it together consciously until we came back and watched the film again. And we had something like 32 parallel experiences to the film. So that just tells you how powerful your subconscious is. Um, but the the kids at the time, my girls were only nine years old. So I look back at that and I'm like, girl, you were crazy to take three kids to Italy uh, by yourself. I had never been to Europe in my life and the kids had never been outside the US, um, but we took on this crazy and ambitious trip. We had three stops in three weeks, um, three different regions of Italy. And so in order to, to do that with young kids, I gave them each a, a stop on the trip or a region of Italy and they planned it. So even my nine-year-olds, they were on Google finding out what you do in Pisa, what you do um, in Tuscany and they planned all of our activities. They went on Pinterest, uh, searched for that stuff, planned it. They even had the final say on the Airbnbs we stayed at. So it was a very, uh, family experience and it made it amazing because as a mom, I wasn't pulling them around, uh, on the trip at all. They were actually pulling us around cause they were all excited to have their own, um, you know, time where they could show off what, what they had been planning for us. Um, and so it was just a, a truly magical time in my life. It's something that I probably go back and look at those photos at least once a month. And there's like 5,000 photos I have of that trip. And it just, I almost just have to kind of relive it constantly. It's, it is my heart. It is my soul. And you're going to hear that uh, in both of these recordings today. And again, I'm sharing them so that you can have a sense of what it feels like to be living an ultimate dream, how, how that resonates. Because I know there's listeners out there who have dreams that seem so huge and so impossible. And trust me when I say that as a single mom, to be able to take four people to Italy seemed like the most impossible thing ever. Um, I had not made any money from my book at that point. It, so none of it was from that. I was just kind of starting my practice um, and and working my corporate job. So I was definitely not rich by any sense of stretch of the imagination, but I was able to manifest this amazing, amazing once in a lifetime experience. And I want each of you to start dreaming. Yes, it took me 20 years from the time that I dreamed this dream to the time that I lived it. Um, but it was so worth it. And, and the fact that I was able to share it with my kids was really incredible. And so you'll hear that in the first one. Uh, and then in the second audio file was one that I made two days after coming back from the trip um, when I was processing that letdown, I guess that you experience sometimes when you've lived a, a huge dream, when something that you've worked for has come to pass, you have so much joy that it's brought you, but then inevitably, and any of you who've ever been on vacation or you know um, achieved something you've worked long and hard for, it does have the sadness factor, I guess, of once it's uh, been achieved. And, and I was processing a lot then. Uh, mind you, this was still when I was working corporate before I'd made the decision to um, start my own 
company and do what I do now. And it was before I even had the idea to write future boards. So I was really kind of in a limbo space where I didn't know what was next and I didn't know how to get there and kind of how to reinvent it. And, and I learned so much from that experience. And now that's really what I teach. I taught a lot of, of those lessons um, in future boards. I coach it a lot now and uh, teach people how to kind of avoid the letdown that comes from that. But I also think it's super important for us to process it and for us to uh, learn those lessons and take away from experiences what we loved so that we can alter our life forever by it, so that we can um, change and grow and transform into the person that we we really want to be. And I say all the time that I'm daily becoming the woman I was destined to be. And so I I always want that to be an ongoing thing, that you'll hear that uh, a lot in the second audio, um, where it was a very emotional, emotional thing for me. And it's quite raw. So uh, I'm a little nervous to share it. But I think there is somebody out there who will get from this kind of unique show something special. I hope you do. So I just had to record what some of the sounds are that I'm hearing on my first night in Rome. Rome is so very different than definitely than Tuscany, obviously. When we were in Tuscany at night, you could not hear a sound. Not a sound, not a breath, not a whisper. It was almost a little bit too silent. Um, And so tonight, the chatter of the cafe underneath our windows was calming and the kids wanted to go to sleep but there were giant windows wide open so they could hear it um and it it was it just sounded good and now my room is facing the inside square of our apartments where everybody's window faces into the square so it's basically like having a megaphone And I just now finally shut my window because I'm exhausted. And for the last two hours, it's been so loud, I had to finally close it. But right now, there's a a couple who are singing Bob Marley at the top of their lungs. I don't think they speak any English, but they are singing Bob Marley in English. Um, And he's going, I want to love you. And she's all, and treat you right. It's pretty cute. And then before that, um, I heard the sound of a chopping block. You know, someone was like dicing onions or carrots or something. Um, the way like a chef does, just chop, 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 banging on the board. Um, and then before that, I think maybe there's a restaurant or something because there's been a lot of dishes being washed. And I think someone dropped a stack of plates at one point. Um, and then, oh God, what was the song? It was like a 90s song that, um, I actually really liked and someone was stuck on it. It was an English, you know, an American song. Um, and they played it like four times in a row. (laughs) It was pretty cute. Um, yeah, it's just, it's buzzing and it's midnight right now 
the cafe downstairs finally closed because um, a huge thunderstorm just blew in. Thunder so loud it like just cracked through the um, the street. You could hear it lit up the sky. These thunderstorms are just no joke. They're crazy. And then it just torrential poured for about five minutes. And it stopped as of now. Um, it's so loud. <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm so happy to be here. The Coliseum is just right around the corner. And I'm, I always knew Rome would be bittersweet because it's the end of our trip. And uh, that, you know, I'm just, I'm dreading the end of the trip. But I want to still live in the moment and appreciate, you know, every minute that we're here. And we have five days and I just want them all to be great. And our apartment is beautiful and I just want to soak it up and love it. And just know that I'll be back so that I don't have to be sad. Because this trip has been beyond our wildest expectations. So I can't wait to see what memories we can make in Rome. On this second audio file, like I said, it is very, very raw. Um, It's a rare kind of emotional glimpse into how I felt when we got back from our trip um, and kind of how alone it made me feel. As you probably know, I'm a single mom. I've been raising my three kids alone uh, since 2008. And, you know, there are definitely times where it feels very alone, you know? Um, And you can hear that in this recording. And you can also hear the start of some of the dreams that I've created now. And, and also how I felt uh, when I was trying to figure out what that next move was. And I think it's important to be able to share that because I want you to know that I don't always have the answers. I don't always uh, know. I feel things the same way that everybody does. And I think the thing that has kind of always been um, core to who I am is that I always want more out of life. I always want to feel um, it to the to the maximum capacity. I want to feel the joy. I want to feel the presence. I want to feel the gratitude. I uh, even want to feel the stuff that's hard, which is what I'm feeling in this next one. And so that's why I share that. Um, and I hope that you receive it with love. So it's 3.30 in the morning, um, two days after getting back from Italy, and I think I'm still jet-lagged because every, for the last two nights I've woke up about three or so, um, and not been able to go back to sleep, and my eyes are swollen, and I'm so tired, but I can't sleep, and I'm really emotional, um... I spent several hours today going through all the pictures on the camera from the trip and it's hard. It was such an amazing trip. It was just everything I ever dreamed of and ten times more.
Um, and it just flew by. And I feel such a sense of loss. Um, now that it's over, I just feel so sad. Um, I feel like for two and a half weeks, I experienced utopia. Um, just <sighs> the most um, intense joy. I think I've ever felt in my life um, and to be able to share that with the kids and see them have that joy and have them react to all of the things that we saw in the same way was just I can't even describe what that felt like it was unreal um, to wake up every day and not have to worry about work or coaching or writing a book or checking email or any of the million things that I have to do or pay the bills or literally the only thing we worried about every day was food. <laughs> that was it. What were we going to eat? And we wound up eating the same thing every day, pretty much. The girls had um, either pasta pomodoro or pizza margarita and Kanan had lasagna or some type of seafood pasta and I pretty regularly had like clams and spaghetti <laughs> um, but it's just oh. it's heartbreaking in a way to be back and I knew I would feel like this and so I was trying to you know prepare myself and whenever I have a huge dream or a huge goal um, and a very singular focus I know that once it's accomplished that it will leave me feeling really empty afterwards and so I wanted to prepare for that but I don't think there is a way to prepare for that truly I don't um, I think if you really honestly want to live in the moment and enjoy it to its fullest potential to that part where you feel like you're living on the edge of your skin that the only way to do that is to fall madly in love with your dream you know and and just go there and then when you do, of course, you'll have the sense of let down and almost heartbreak when it's done. Because in so many ways, this dream was and has been my love affair, really. love affair with what potential life could have how life could feel 
and I can't stop crying. <laughs> Because I feel trapped. I feel like I can't live that life. And I want to more than anything in the world. More than anything in the world. I want that to be my life. I want to come home to a beautiful apartment like we did in Rome but I want the kids to grow up and play together like they did on our trip and I want them to speak another language the way they did and be open and have their eyes light up and I want to explore I just I want that so bad And I feel like I can't have it, live that life here. I want to. I don't want to live a, a plastic or fake or non-meaningful life here. I just don't know how to care here. I don't. The joy that I felt when we were riding bikes above the wall or on the wall in Luca was incredible. I remember as I was riding, just pausing and thinking, this is happiness. This is what it feels like. It feels like the hugest smile you cannot wipe off your face if you tried. It feels like laughter it feels like riding on a cloud I don't know it's just it's something I don't feel often and that makes me sad I don't know what my next move is and I think that is always scary I want to throw myself into the next thing I need it to pay off this time, damn it. I need it to pay off. It's not paid off, you know, like I thought it would and I thought it would pay off so I could have these opportunities and so I wouldn't have to work for anybody else so that I could start living this life and it hasn't worked out that way yet and um, I don't know what to do. I, I keep trying to process the trip and every time I do I just it just makes me sad it makes me so happy and so sad at the same time kind of how I felt when I was in Rome like loving every minute of it but at the same time feeling this deep sense of sadness and dread knowing that every day was getting us closer to coming home and on the last night I laid on the girl's bed and sang, we sang Brila Brila, La Stalina, Sondancella Picolina, Brila Brila, Sopranoi, Mindo Mondo di Chi Se. We sang it together like we have 
you know, every night for the last several months since they've been learning it in Italian, and I just started crying on the last night, and I couldn't stop. I just felt heartbroken. came and went so fast. How do I live that life always? How? How do I make that life my life? That is my question now. <laughs> And I've been home for two days and not one of my friends have called or text and it just makes me feel so unwanted and unloved and unwelcome and I don't know. Unmissed, uncared for. Why can't we go live in Rome? Why can't we go take a year off? Why can't we do that. No one cares if we're here or not anyway. I'm gonna do it. I don't know how and I don't know when but I'm gonna do it because life is so short and it's going so fast and the kids are growing up so fast and I don't have much time. So I'm going to find a way to make it happen. I, I can't have that only be two and a half weeks of my life. I just won't settle for that. So now it's time to make a plan. <laughs> and execute it and that's what I know how to do I do know how to do that I'll keep you posted good night I don't know if you've ever felt that way or not but I will always remember that night that I made this recording and you know it's it's raw might even be hard to listen to um, but while I was making it I knew I had to kind of process what I was feeling and capture how Italy had changed me, how it had created in me the lust for joy, the lust for happiness, the lust for living every moment. Um, and in comparison, home seemed very lonely. <laughs> um, but what I set out to do even in this recording, was to figure out how to live that kind of life here and, of course, enjoy it on trips. And I am proud to say that I, I followed up on that. I absolutely, for the last three and a half, four years, have put so much of my own personal focus and in what I teach into teaching us how to create happiness for ourselves and within ourselves and in our own surroundings, no matter where we are, so that moments, people, things, money, whatever, can't 
give that and take that, give that and take that, so that we know how to create it. And and that was something that Italy absolutely taught me because I had never experienced joy to that level in my whole life. I never experienced anything like it. And so when I came back, having tasted it, I was just so determined to find a way to create it. And luckily, <laughs> not luckily, because it was a lot of hard work, but as you can hear in the recording, I was really frustrated because um, my book had come out earlier that year, and part of me thought, okay, I did it. You know, my book came out, it's in Barnes and Noble everywhere. I've been on ABC talking about it. Boom, my life's gonna change. And quite honestly, it didn't. And I think there was so much disappointment wrapped up in that as well. Like, how did I work on that for an entire year and have not seen the rewards of it? There was definitely a lot of that. You could even hear that, that in this recording where I just couldn't figure it out. You know, why, why was happiness only in spurts and why wasn't it? Um, long lasting and and why was it taking so long <laughs> and I think um, there are probably many of you who can relate to that as well <clears throat> where it feels like okay haven't I put in the work yet haven't I got where I needed to go isn't it time to just sit back and enjoy it and the good news is guys is that I did leave corporate um, I did start my own company. I started in 2017 in February, um, right after I had been laid off from that company. And that was my big pivotal moment. I remember driving home after being laid off and saying, I will never ever give someone power to take away my paycheck again, ever. And I was not prepared to start my company. I did not have savings. I did not have investment. Uh, I literally had no idea how I was going to make it work, even make ends meet, because, you know, I was used to having a salary. But I made that commitment. I knew it was time. I knew it was kind of the universe giving me the nudge I needed to start living and creating that life that I was dreaming about this night of the recording. And... Also, guys, the good news is the kids and I have traveled since. Uh, so in 2018, we spent two weeks in London, Scotland, and Ireland. And once again, I gave all the kids their own, kind of let them pick those destinations. They planned the trip for us. It was absolutely amazing. It was another one of those miraculous, uh, just insane joyous times in our lives. But I will say that I did learn so much from what I processed after Italy in that we were able to love and enjoy and just cherish that trip so much and then come back and still love and enjoy and cherish our life here. And that is the big difference. And uh, in this recording, I was really grappling with the fact I very much wanted to take a year off and live abroad with my kids uh, and I had been trying to figure that out. And it took a while for me to let that dream go for this period of our lives. My son is very involved in his school. He plays football. It just didn't make sense. And so I redirected that dream 
And now my dream, the one that's been on my future board for the last several years is I want to be able to retire in Italy. I want to have a villa. I want to write my books there. I want the kids to come for summers. And that excites me. You know, that gives me something to look forward to the next 10 years. Is it the same as raising my kids there when they're young? No. But you know what? Sometimes our dreams need to flux a little bit. And sometimes we need to take the lessons um, that we are presented with and that we're given to, uh, to learn from and sort through and adjust. And so I'm happy to say that I do absolutely love my life. That is my motto when I wake up every single morning. It's the first thing that I've trained my brain to think before my eyes even open in the morning. I say, I love my life. I love my life. And I have to tell you that a hundred times a day, I actually think that and I actually feel that. And is it perfect? Have I manifest everything I want? No, but I do love my life. And Italy taught me that. And it taught me how to bring it home, let it grow. And then best of all, teach all of you guys how to do it too. So I hope you got something from the show. I know it was a little bit unusual. But if you do want to learn how to create your own happiness, to create your future life, that's what I do. <laughs> that is what I do. Um, I offer courses that teach everything in both of my books. I work one-on-one -on -one training life coaches. I sometimes offer uh, you know, online live courses. Go to my website, check it out, kind of depends. Um, but I just wanted to share this with you so that you could all feel what it's like to live your dream and then learn from it so we can continue to grow and change. All right, if today's episode spoke to you at all, please go comment on my Instagram, share it, review, subscribe. You know the deal. That's how you pass it on. That's how you share the love. And just know that I appreciate you. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review, and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on The Sarah Centrella Show.